Hello and welcome back to this ain't a scene. It's a podcast. <laughs> Special Valentine's episode, but you won't hear it on Valentine's Day. But we're recording on Valentine's Day because you know what? We're both single and lonely. <laughs> Someone help us. Or not. I'm kind of uh, content right. with being single right now. <laughs> to each their own, I guess. I'm just trying not to be sad. Okay, leave me alone. <laughs> uh, what's your up, name? Ashley? I was like, I didn't even say who you were. <laughs> no, we're going to introduce each other. This is Ashley. Oh. She's great. This is Go Chris. He, he's cool, I guess. Wow. <laughs> this might be our last episode. <laughs> Five and we're out of here. Oh. <laughs> uh. Wow, that's a great intro, Chris. <laughs> hey, I did the most effort at the beginning. You didn't match. You didn't match the um, energy. I definitely did a bear, 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 bear with you, so fuck off. All right. Anyway. <laughs> How's life? <laughs> My body hurts from the last, like, four days, so. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, so <laughs> we're going to get into that eventually. Um, but yeah, welcome back to this ain't a scene. It's podcast. Great intro, Chris. Thank you for Thank your you. second one. It was much worse than your first. one. I thought it was good until you came in. <laughs> this this is our last episode anyway. So I guess I'm going to take over because I have the notes. So um, let's get into news. We love the news, even though I don't watch it. <laughs> news. So I'll talk about two things. We have a couple things. We've since we didn't post last week because I had friends visiting, and sure, a break is nice. <laughs> um, we're gonna basically skip last week's news except for one thing, which is um, Knuckle Puck released their EP, <laughs> Disposable Life. I fucking love it. <laughs> it's so good. It makes me happy. I think the two singles they released from it are my least two favorite songs on the on the the EP. Here's your letter. Fantastic cover. It's all right. Wow, I think it's great. <laughs> I think the last three songs on this EP are great. Well, I think the whole EP is great. It's but... the opposite of the other th- album for the EP for me of that one band that I don't care for with the yelling drug. Drug Church? Yeah. It's yeah. the opposite. What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, because the singles were the best songs on that. Oh, album. no. You're talking about um, Heart Attack Man. Ooh, I hit my sure. mic. Sure. Heart Attack Man. That one. The one with the song about puking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't like that, but you did like Leap Year. <laughs> yes. Damn. Yeah, I, I agree with you on, on Thoughts and Prayers from Heart Attack Man. But yeah, this EP is great. Please listen to it. If you liked 2020 from Knuckle Puck, you're going to like it because it literally is an extension of 2020. So, And if you didn't, because I literally, every time I go to a record store, there's a copy of 2020 in the used section. Um, so if you didn't like 2020, maybe still listen to this because the last three songs are pretty pretty solid. So. The um, used yeah. section, usually I find it in the Knuckle Puck section. <laughs> no, I, last time I, I went into fucking Puck off. <laughs> I'm too tired for this. 
you stress me out. Um, do you want to talk about the Brits? Oh yes. So Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran, our our our, our boy, our <laughs> T- Taylor Swift army man. Uh, not only did he release a new song with Taylor Swift, but him and Bring Me the Horizon of all people played at the Brits, which is an award show. I think in. Obviously in Britain, but I think it's an award show. I don't know what they're doing over there. I just saw that video. Yeah, I, I, I'm assuming it's like the American Music Awards, but you know. And they're yeah. releasing a studio version in four days of Bad Habits. With screaming. With screaming. Yeah, I, w- I haven't watched the whole performance, but I have seen like snips of it on yep, TikTok. Yep, same. And I'm just like, wow, this would never go in america (laughs) so you know the fact that it's more accepted in gb makes me envious maybe i'll move to great britain no you won't whatever you can i I really won't bring me the horizons like the popular band there that's like it i know whatever yeah they were playing at city walk when we were there last time with jeff and brian so um yeah, they did a collab and they're making a studio version. Woohoo! <laughs> what else do I want to talk about? Um, Real Friends put out a new song called Tell Me That You're Sorry. And I am was so upset. obsessed with it. You no, I was upset because we'll talk about that. Um, but I, I, I list this day it came out, which was Friday. I listened to it for like two to three hours straight. As soon as I woke up, I was like, oh, my gosh, new Real friend song. Let me listen to it. Fucking fantastic. I love it's it so much. It, it's very good. After their, their the what, the Torn in Two EP, I was very nervous. So, and it's not to say I don't like that EP. Just not my favorite thing they've done. So, and I think that's just because they were trying to figure out, like, what are we going to do with now that we don't have Dan here, who is a big part of like the music writing process for them. I think they're trying to figure out what to do. And I think they figured it out because this fucking song is fantastic. Yeah. The, of the two sides they could have picked, they picked the right one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, what else do we have? The The main tour. Do you want to talk about that one? Because I think you were more confused than anybody yeah, else. So, okay. This tour was announced a while ago, and I've had a ticket for months, right? But then they released, they they announced the tour again for some reason that I don't understand. And like everybody that I know that loves the main was like getting excited that they announced the tour, even though it was the tour that I've had a ticket to for months. Yeah, all they did was like change the color of the poster, but they were like, we're proud to present the xoxo tour and i'm like what do you mean proud to present you already presented it i mean like happy for you for being proud but like i'm confused like none of the dates are different none of the venues are different it just makes no sense they just changed the color of the poster from like yellow to blue or something (laughs) as long as they play right girl or i want to love you i don't care they can do whatever they want right girl if I want them to play stuff from Pioneer, but we won't get into that. 
know. <laughs> I know. Okay, and then last bit of news. Um, Doja Cat did a cover of Celebrity Skin. Um, and it's fucking fantastic. If you haven't heard it, very obviously like grungy. And I was like, Doja Cat, if y'all don't know me, I really love my bad bitches. So like I really like Miley Cyrus. I really like Meg the Stallion. Um, I really like um Halsey. Like bitches like that. So, you know, the fact that one of my bad bitches covered celebrity skin really makes me happy. So if you haven't heard it, please go listen to it. AKA Chris. Please go listen uh, yeah. to it. Yeah. I like that song. I like one <laughs> Doja Cat song and maybe the two combined are good. It's Who's very good. Say? She has a great voice. Great, great voice. Okay. We're done with the news. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Um so for the main segment of this episode, we're going to talk about um, something that now means, well, as always, I guess meant a lot to us, but you know, is neat. I feel like needs to be addressed. Um, and that is show etiquette, ladies and gentlemen, um, because we had our first show collectively together as a podcast since we started this show on Friday. And, yeah. you know, there were there were some there were some things that we we witnessed, experienced ourselves. And, you know, I feel like they need to be talked about and like, yeah, just show etiquette in general. Um, so we have a list of some things that we think are, are basic show etiquette that everyone should fucking know. So, um, Chris, you can talk about the first one if you want. So people fall down right like they they get what are the life alerts you know help i fall in and i, I can't fall get in up. and i can't get up because yeah, people are pushing so, me and running me over exactly so just pick each other up you know you notice the dude on the ground he doesn't belong there he should be on two feet right pick him up mm-hmm. it's that simple people. they all they say it all the time they said it at the show on friday if you see derek derek said it perfectly if you see someone now pick him up let's get going <laughs> you know so, yeah. yeah, don't if you see someone on the ground, don't fucking like run them over, kick them, keep them down there. Grab an arm, throw them into the air and <laughs> keep on keep keeping the party on, going. Bitches. Let's fucking go. Um, so I guess the one I'll talk about is number two, and it's don't force people into things they are avoiding, which means if you see someone who just so happens to be in the area where like a pit opened up and they look like they like their face went white they just saw a ghost maybe like don't try to push them in there don't try to pick them up to crowd surf against their will (laughs) um yeah there's just i i see a lot of like pushing trying to push people that are on the wall of the pit into the pit because people think that's where they want to go and that's not the case for the longest time i was i was a pit wall person i was not an actual pit person i would i would love to protect the people around me and like shove the people back into the pit that run into me like that's fun to me um but for some reason people assume that because you're near the pit you want to be involved in it and that is not the case for a lot of people so yeah, don't if you see a, a small scared girl, don't pick her up and make her crowd surf. <laughs> if you see a terrified person by the wall of the pit, don't push them in there. Just just don't be don't be mean. If you you wouldn't want someone doing that shit to you, so don't do it to anybody else. Exactly. 
Bada bing, bada boom. Uh, kind of going off that, but in the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to be in the pit, don't be near it. You know? There we go. You, there's, if you think you might get hurt, step away, you know? There's mm -hmm. no shame in not being near the center of a big hole where you could be punched. I've been punched in a pit before. <laughs> Trying to give my friend a hug. <laughs> yeah. So it's a, yeah. It's a mutual person that I won't name. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess Chris and I, because we have a story, because we saw Mayday Parade and Real Friends in Magnolia Park on Friday. Um, there was this pair of men, like, over to the left of the pit. Because Chris and I, we started the pit. We, we, we were the life of that party on Friday. Honestly. <laughs> we really were. Um, and there was this guy... And Chris said what looked like to be his dad. Yeah, it was a kid and his dad, I think. But the kid and the wasn't kid was, pushing. No, the kid was like living his... No, that's a lie because he was pushing because I did see him. And I think that was I, a different guy. In a red shirt? No. Yeah. The kid was in the red shirt. There was a, another guy that was pushing people and he looked at the dad and he was like, haha, yeah. And the dad was like, hell yeah. And then the kid was to his left singing. Anyway, because there was one point where the dad wasn't with him. I think the dad himself was inside the pit and the kid was by himself. But anyway, there was what looked like to be a kid and his dad. The kid knew every word to the self-titled album. Great for him. I'm happy he was there. I'm happy he got to experience that. And his dad, at what, like halfway through the set, I like stepped out of the pit. I was on the wall. I was getting pushed backwards by like the people in the pit because there was a bunch of drunk fucking assholes inside the pit pushing trying to make the the pit bigger than it needed to be or whatever and i kept being pushed backwards into this pair of dudes and they kept shoving me so hard to get me away from them and i'm like dude i'm not part of this at one point he had like his hand forcefully like on my ribs pushing as hard as he could and like kept it there while i was standing still i had to like slap his hand off of me <laughs> I was like, you need to not touch me right now or I will fucking lose my shit. So for like, me, just, I wasn't even like being pushed into him. He was just trying to push me in there for no reason. And I was just right. like, dude, I don't want to go in there. And he was just like, oh, okay. And then he stopped. Right. But my thing is, I'm just like, if you are, sometimes you can't control where the pit opens. Usually it's like in the middle section of the crowd, like kind of a little bit towards the back. Sometimes it's dead center. If a pit opens up near you and you don't want to be there, move like as much as we would like to control where we open where it opens up or whatever we can't we can't guarantee that everyone's going to want to be around that that where we where it opens up at if you are uncomfortable leave or move like again i would love it where everyone is 100 percent comfortable throughout the whole entire show however pits are part of the culture of these kind of concerts so you have to go in there expecting if you're going to be in the general admission area on the floor that a pit is going to open up next to you. And if you don't have that mentality, you're not going to have a great time. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. If you don't want to be by a pit. Like my sister. My sister and my best friend Daniel also went. The first time we saw Mayday Parade. No. The second time we saw Mayday Parade was for Lesson in Romantics. And we saw it in Fort Lauderdale at a venue that's kind of similar. And we were on the floor because we wanted to be up close 
ish for Mayday. But when Knuckle Puck started, the pit started getting like really aggressive. Like people were ch- being assholes for no reason and like trying to throw like small girls into the pit who didn't even want to be in there. Um, so we had left the crowd at that point. And so they knew this time when they saw them, they were like, pits are going to happen. I'm not even going to go on the floor because I don't even want to be near that. So, yeah. Just, you know, maybe have like a little bit of a game plan, plan an escape route. If you if it's your first concert and you're not sure, maybe like stay towards the edge. Get a feel for the crowd like and then a song or two. And if you're OK with it, jump closer in. So. We'll stop there with that topic. <laughs> um, number four, um, be prepared for crowd surfers if you want to be near the front. Specifically I, Barricade. I have so much to say about barricade. this. Um, me too. On Twitter, people on Twitter had this whole thing about being so mad at crowd surfers because they, they waited all day in line to try to be near the front and the crowd surfers are ruining their concert experience. Get over yourself. That's you are not the only person there. People want right. to have fun doing what they want to do. And crowd surfing is a part of the culture of the music that we listen to. So you have to expect it if you're going to be up there. That's part exactly. of like the risk reward of it. Just like you have to be expected, like once the set starts or whatever, that there is going to be mass amounts of people pushing forward. Like, you know, when you get barricade, you are going to be shoved into that thing for a little bit or a, a good amount of time during the show. You expect that. You need to also expect that there are going to be crowd surfers falling on top of you. So um, I want (laughs) to. So I had my first ever crowd surfing experience at the show. It was a magical time. (laughs) However, my. My dogs, however. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So the third time I went up was. Because Chris and I made an escape plan. We were like, Jamie all over. We're going to crowd surf to the front and then get out of the crowd because that was the last song. So at the last chorus, we did it. And I ended up like going into a path of like no people. I ended up falling like a per- like one person away from the barricade. Everyone around me was like super pissed off. And I'm just <laughs> like, I don't know what you want me to do. But like, if you don't want to be pummeled by crowd surfers maybe say on like the outskirts of the crowd or you know if you are so determined to be in the front or whatever you need to expect it and you need to not bitch about it plain and simple i think the We're second not, time no I, one... surfed, I landed it right up the front too and what i did was just hop over the barricade <laughs> that was not an option for me my good man um but like i, I forgot what i was gonna say like we're not at shows to be comfortable we're there to jump around, act a fool, and have a good time listening to the music that we love. No one's there to open up a lawn chair and crack a cold one. At, at this type of at festivals, absolutely. At indoor shows, just go like, planning to be uncomfortable. That's plain and simple. It's real friends, not Luke Bryan, you know? <laughs> this ain't Tortuga Music Festival. Okay, you can. So number five, we can skip because we kind of addressed that. Yeah, it don't, was. Don't, don't try to be really aggressive. Yeah, don't 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 try to be that guy. No one no one likes that guy. Yeah. But uh, um, okay. To number six about crowd surfing. If you're gonna crowd surf, don't be a dick. 
some people like it's intentionally try to kick people in the heads like what what are you doing get get down from like there. the crowd surfers themselves yeah yes they don't yes. know what they're doing and they're like flailing their bodies just let see that was throw you yeah that's that's something i i figured out very quickly i was like that so i'm i'll talk about it when we get to like the next part after the show etiquette whatever um but while i was up there i just i knew i was like keep your body as like stiff as you possibly can don't flip on your stomach and if another crowd surfer is coming towards you just stiff arm them (laughs) away from (laughs) you that's all i could figure out because there was like points in times where like other crowd surfers were like running on top of me i was like my guy i know this isn't your fault but like also get the fuck away from me um but yeah i've had oh going back to the preparing for crowd surfers thing um i don't know what was it at the citizen show i went to in december um the venue that that was at doesn't have barricade it's just front you if you're barricade you're at the foot of the stage so people were crowd surfing to the front of the stage and the people up front were getting so pissed they were pushing the crowd surfers back into the crowd instead of pushing them onto the stage so it it became like this whole big issue where like people were falling into the pit they were falling back onto people like i got smacked in the head by like multiple shoes someone's ass on the back of my head like i got knocked so hard in the head that i like saw stars for a second because the people in the front were being fucking assholes shout out to ic stars yeah uh, yes and also if you're going to be barricade and there's going to be crowd surfers just fucking push them over and help security get them out of there don't push them back thank you anyway uh, something that <laughs> I I isn't on this list that is kind of about that so we have a few venues in orlando where there's no barricade right mm-hmm. depending on the show and the crowd uh stage diving is also a thing you can do let jump land on your back that is, that's all the advice I can give you. And don't just fall off the stage. Jump. I had that at Soundbar R.I.P. A girl during Real Friends in 2018 just kept jumping up on stage and then like trust falling on top of me. And I actually could have fucking killed her. <laughs> so. I, one of my friends in college was, I think it was that same show we all went to. And people were complaining about that. that it was like, so that annoying. Like, if you're going to, it's called stage diving, not stage falling. <laughs> Swan dive into that bitch. Like, jump out. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy their asses. <laughs> Jeff Hardy their asses. I can't believe you. But yeah, just if you are going to partake in being in a pit, crowd serving or stage diving, go in kind of knowing what you don't go in being an asshole go in being like i'm here to express myself to the music not going in there to be i have the intention of hurting someone i'm here to rage with what i mean like you can rage but like don't don't push people with the intention of pushing them to the ground yeah don't crowd kill and don't think you're yeah. cool because you crowd kill. <laughs> I fucking hate crowd killing so much. There were some girls um, in like the community up here that were like so into it and so proud that they were doing it. Crowd and everybody was stupid. just like, you're so cringy. You know, crowd killing is basically like just assault. So <laughs> maybe don't do that. <laughs> also remember that there are minors in the crowd. So if you do injure someone and it is a minor, they can charge you. Their parents can charge you with like assault on a minor. So and like, the maybe bands don't, do don't think you're cool for doing it. 
No, they think you're fucking stupid. They all say pick each other up. So pick each other up, you fucks. Anyway, um, the the one I'm going to talk about. Um, so I know this is kind of hard for some people, um, but don't try to intentionally stand in front of shorter people. And by this, I mean, you know, if you get a good spot, like (laughs) it's not even this because I'm going to tell you what happened to my sister on Friday. So like it, when if I can't see before the show starts, like I know we're gonna move around. A lot of the times, I'm not even looking at the stage. Like I, my eyes are closed. My, my I'm just I'm doing. I'm feeling my feels. A lot of the times, I know like if before the show starts, I'm not pressed about being able to see because I know the all the whole entire crowd is gonna move. If but if you're not in that general admission floor area. And so my sister at House of Blues, where the show was, there's a bar on either like side of the stage and on the back. My sister was at the right of the stage bar and she had a good enough spot. She could see Derek. She could see um, most of the band. She couldn't see the drummer or whatever, but she was like, I'm happy where I am. I have a TV right here. And this super tall guy, there's nobody around Jessica or sorry, Jess, whatever her fucking name is. I'll blurt that. (laughs) There's no one around my sister um or daniel or eugene or wade i don't know what to call him anymore the three of them there's nobody around them and this guy like just intentionally tries to stand in front of them to block her view and she's like no 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 so she like moves forward and then he looks at her friend and it and and is just like yeah i'm doing it to piss her off just like stupid shit like that like what are you gaining from that all you're doing is pissing someone else off who's there trying to have a good time just like you. But he wasn't even there for for any of the bands. He was there because of his girlfriend. So, like, don't be a fucking dick just to be a dick. Yeah, and don't do that at Mardi Gras parades either. Oh, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God I saw red earlier. But, yeah, like, if you see that there's, like, smaller people in front of you in the area you're standing in is not a heavy movement area don't be a fucking dick and stand right in front of them because you feel like you can and because you think you are being funny doing it because it's not funny to the people you're blocking especially if you're like six foot four and everyone else is five foot five again coming from resident short people (laughs) just don't do it i want to read the next one on the list so can you do the one after it Sure. Um, so when people crowd surf, right, they need to get back into the crowd. Uh, don't <laughs> block people from getting back into the crowd. You, you're, you're in our way. One, you know this. <laughs> and two, you're not even going in there. So what? What are you trying to gatekeep Dang. a crowd for? Oh, this the who the second time I went up. This is exactly why I put this on this list. I. Drop down, go out, and go to go back in the crowd. This guy, I'm just like, hey, I'm trying to go back in. I literally just crowd surfed up here. And he, like, stiff-armed me from going. And I'm like, if you're not going in there, I don't know why you have such an issue with me going back in there. And definitely not the first person to do it, you know? Guaranteed, like, ten other people had done it before you. So... Why you have to be used to this by now? 
I assume this isn't your first concert. Right. You're literally standing on a staircase to get to the gen- to the floor. You know people are going to be trying to get past you. And while I understand, like, it can get annoying, just fucking let them by. Because, first of all, you're on the stairs, so you're already higher up than everybody else. I'm short as shit. So I'm not going to be blocking anybody. Like, it just, it makes no fucking sense to me. So it just really pissed me off. I'm just like, I'm just trying to get back to my friends. Like, just leave me alone. You're out here having your time. I want to be in there having my time. So... And if you see someone blocking someone and you're just standing there, let them in. <laughs> just let, let, let them in where you're standing. And then give them Again, a dirty it doesn't look. affect you. It literally doesn't affect you. It doesn't ruin your night. It doesn't ruin your chance, your, what you're seeing. Just let them fucking in. It's so simple. Oh, boy. No, I Step aside, it. Junior. We got to get back in there. Step aside, Junior. <laughs> um. So the one I really want to talk about, um, don't throw liquids or cans slash cups. Or really any object for that matter. Yeah, don't. But specifically, I hate when someone drinks half of a beer and then chucks that shit into the fucking crowd. At Warp Tour, it's fine because it's outside and it's fucking hot. However, at an indoor venue, like when we saw fucking Neck Deep at Hard Rock, and some everyone just kept throwing like their cups full of ice up into the crowd. I'm like, this is gross. This is you're vandalizing the venue, like not vandalizing, but you're you're just making it a a worse time for the fucking venue staff once the show is over. You're being a fucking asshole to people. Again, if you you were if that hits someone and it injures them, you are assaulting them. Like just fucking stop. There's no it's unnecessary. If you don't want your drink, fucking find a way to throw it out or you know just eat the ice and then like toss the cup on the ground if you're really that pressed about holding it. You don't have to chuck it at people's heads. Like unnecessary bullshit. You get the pit all slippery and everybody falls. Yeah, and it's dangerous, especially at fucking Hard Rock. (laughs) Hard Rock is just a fucking mess. (laughs) To begin with, the place is awful. Seen some of the the worst shows there. Want to say it together? I haven't seen... I mean, I've said it a couple times during this, but yeah. So our last one. What is it? Three, two, one. Don't be a dick. dick. (laughs) You didn't say the whole thing. Generally dick. Okay, we can start that. We'll try it again. One, two, three. Generally Generally, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. We're so off. I guess it's it's harder to do online because it's like late. If we were in person, of course. (laughs) Plain and simple. We're all there to have a good time. Don't be a fucking asshole unless someone's an asshole to you. I just like... Why are you even bothering going to these kind of shows? Everybody hates you. Like, the bands <laughs> don't like you. You're not welcome. You're just being an asshole. We don't want you there. Go home. You know, you don't deserve to listen to the self-titled album. <laughs> Why are you fucking there? Um, I don't want to say that that... So there was, like, a point, like, three-fourths of the way through Mayday set where this group of guys like comes up who had been up there earlier but he like cuts through chris and i and he can't even fucking walk like and he looks at us he's like i'm fucking hammered i'm like yeah you are dude and then him and his friends go in the pit and they're just like really aggressive and like 
very unnecessary just saying shit it's it yeah unnecessary there's also that this one guy in the pit that's at multi at, that's been at multiple shows i don't know if i know him from hhn or just from shows but he's always like being very aggressive in the pit when there's like um a lot of women in there so he he's like pushed me very hard multiple times and was pushing like those other girls during real friends pretty hard and i was like i don't know what your fucking issue is but just don't be a dick unnecessary um so it is it can be okay to be hammered right but right know your limits and Mm -hmm. go with your friends who also will look out for you because if they can tell that you're in a place that you're not like you can't fend for yourself like fend for yourself quotations right like they should help you get out of the pit they should know that you don't belong there you know right like get better friends <laughs> but they get were all friends. hammered that was the problem yeah but that guy and was especially all they... oh yeah but they all thought they were being funny together which was the problem and it's fucking made a parade like what right it again it's made a parade like none of those bands are party bands except magnolia and they're barely and it's not like heavy music why are you <laughs> you know he also was like a fresh 15 years old i think so College I, age, I would think. That's 15 to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's 15 to me. I'm old. <laughs> I'm an old hag. Yeah, just don't be a fucking asshole. Again, we're all there to have fun, enjoy the music. No, no, no need to be a dickhead. This isn't yeah. Five Finger Death Punch, my guys. Yeah, this isn't butt rock. This is music for teenagers. <laughs> this isn't butt rock. <laughs> But yeah, show etiquette. If you got anything you gotta say or want us to add to the list, let us know. But in general, don't are be you a an asshole in the pit? Asshole. Try to defend yourself. <laughs> we'll roast you. <laughs> I can't. If you're um, one of those fucking people that hate crowd surfers, come don't at go me. to the barricade. Come at me. Let's have a discussion. I'm a crowd surfer now. You got beef with me. Chris, you got beef with me too. <laughs> Oh boy. Okay. So the moment you've all been waiting for our first show review together. <clears throat> so yeah, we saw Diana Ross on Saturday. Oh shit, we did see <laughs> Diana Ross on Saturday. Oh wow. We all danced. We were in like a group of friends. All oh, had my a fantastic gosh. time. She's that a was queen. so fun. She's fantastic. She was yelling at people to put their masks on and people started booing her, which I didn't hear. And I'm like, just get the fuck out. Bye. But yeah, Diana Ross, a, a magical. She'll call anyone out. She her band started not playing loud enough. So they she stopped them. I was like, I need more band. <laughs> and they gave her more band. What a, what yeah, a lady. She's fucking we were... 77 and she's still not missing a beat. <laughs> She is doing a lot more than I am. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> we did miss I'm Coming Out, though, which really upset me. But we also missed, like, her first two songs. I assumed I'm Coming Out was going to be, like, the encore. But now it makes sense that it's her first song of the set because she's coming out onto the stage. Um, you so you what? had a, a group of majority gay people very upset. <laughs> we missed the first songs for absolutely no reason we went we to went finnegan's bar and we didn't get drinks 
Wow. <laughs> we didn't. Thanks no. for reminding me. I just thought of that. <sighs> wow. I could have heard I'm coming out, but I did hear um, upside down. <laughs> My Disney sing along fun song. <laughs> Anyways, what we're really here to talk about. Mayday oh, po- fucking raid. Mayday Paradier. Have you have you listened to their cover of that Jason Derulo song? In my head? Yeah. At the beginning yeah. when Jason Derulo says the name though, Mayday Parade. Mayday Parade. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Well, do we want to talk about the show in like order of who performed? Yeah, I mean we can go by the first two bands kind of quickly. So there was a special moment. So Magnolia Park opened the show. And there was a very special moment for me. <laughs> I started the first pit of the day. Yeah. If you don't know Magnolia Park, they're pretty big on TikTok. They have a song with Kellen Quinn. um, But they're from Orlando. So it was their hometown show of the tour. Um, They're fun. I don't really. They remind me of MGK music. Like type of pop punk, which I'm not the biggest fan of, but I will support a local band. And that's what they are. Um. But there was like the second or third song into the set. I heard like three notes of it and I grabbed Chris's shoulders and I was like, Chris, this is your moment. <laughs> so they sung the chorus first very slowly of Sugar We're Going Down. And then I'm like, oh, that that's so cool. And then they do the drum beat and I'm like, oh, and shit. Like, and then I, I literally the went, <laughs> I literally grabbed Chris. I was like, it's time. And then I pushed him and then it, we opened that bitch up and that was. Because there was people, if you're going to see the opener, hype them up, make some, make some movements in the crowd, you know? There's if, so sometimes I understand not though, because it's like, if they're a band that doesn't know what they're doing yet and they can't command a crowd. Right. It's kind of hard to get something going, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. They need to be like, open this shit up. Let's fucking go, you know, get the crowd excited. And I thought they were because for some reason I just assumed because they're funny. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, they were fun. I knew like the chorus of two songs. Very proud of myself. And then all of Sugar were going down. (laughs) So it was uh, it was a fun time. It was. And then um, Real Friends played and I love seeing Real Friends. They make me so happy. Fucking fantastic. They were so good. And we got to meet them after. We did. We met Dave and Kyle. Is that his name? No, Dave? it wasn't Dave. What's wasn't his name? Dave. I don't know. I'll figure it, it out. Well, I know the. I know it was Kyle. Um. Yeah. But yeah, <sighs> they were great. Uh, Ashley, you want to tell them why you were upset? <laughs> so on Friday they released their new song, and I obviously loved. We saw it them so on much. Friday for reference. We did see them on the Friday. day that the song come, came out. And I tweeted at them. I was like, fucking play it in Orlando tonight. You, It is Dave. We did meet you, Dave. His name is David. Literally, his name is David. His name is Dave. You might be thinking of Brian, who's a drummer. Um, no. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so I tweeted. I quote tweeted and I was like, play it in Orlando, you fucking cowards. 
Um, and so they kept like talking about the song and every time they would talk about it, I would get so fucking hype. I was like, I fucking told you, Chris, they're going to play it. And then they're like, yeah, we're not going to play it cause no one's going to know it. And I literally, I was like, I know it, <laughs> please play it. Um, but yeah, real friends was fun. Chris and I opened up the first, well, there was a pit during sugar. We're going down, but we, we did the pit for real friends. Chris crowd surfed. I did my first crowd surf too from the outside. Um, it was such a magical moment. I lost all of my belongings during that crowd surf. <laughs> the member we met was Eric. <laughs> Eric. Yeah, this is, this is Eric. What? What the fuck? Dave has black hair. Hold on. They look so similar. (laughs) Shit. Now I feel like an asshole. Anyways. (laughs) Real Friends is great. Uh, Really nice people. I've met them a couple times. I've seen them like 16 or 17 times now. I think you told them 30 times. (laughs) I did not say 30. (laughs) I haven't even seen Mayday Parade that many times. I know. Let me, let, me, let me get the exact number. Oh, God. But yeah, so I crowd surfed. And I had another girl's phone in my pocket because she crowd surfed right before me and her phone fell on the ground. So I grabbed it, not expecting to go. Chris comes back from his. And then the girl next to me is asking if I want to go. And I was like, um, no, I'm 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 OK. I've always wanted to, but I'm scared. And the guy in front of her heard that. And I'm like trying to give Chris everything out of my pockets as fast as possible. And he just like picks me up and launches me. And I'm like, well, here it goes. <laughs> I get down. All of my shit's gone. Um, Somehow, because my sister was again at the bar. So security, gra- I guess, had my phone and grabbed it and gave it to another security guard at the where the bar is. And my sister was like, that's my sister's phone. It has a black dog on their lock screen. And they're like, yeah, I'm going to need more than that. And like, she had to go through this whole like FBI situation to get my phone back. And then she did. And then messaged Chris and was like, Hey, I have Ashley's phone. And I was like, fucking how, um, I didn't have my wallet till the end of the show though. Um, magically it was that lost and found with no belongings stolen. So thank you. Pop punk kids for being honest, um, to God people. But Cody, um, Cody is so good live. Now that I've seen it twice, I, <sighs> He moves around a lot. He's super fun. I just love, I love seeing real friends. He's fucking hot. He's so fucking hot, dude. Oh my God. Way more attractive than Dan. Cody's so hot. (laughs) And him and I have lighthouse tattoos on our arms. So like we could complete each other. Soulmates. Fuck. He's so hot. (laughs) So that was my 14th time seeing real friends and my 15th time seeing Mayday Parade. I thought it was. I more, feel like you. I thought you've seen Made a Parade like over twenty. No, definitely not over twenty. But I thought it was like seventeen. Whatever. I but forgot. Yes, I saw Made a Parade last year. Where did you see them last year? St. Augustine with uh, Brian. Oh, oh excuse me. That. It was the microwave tour that I was supposed to go down to where you lived. Oh yes, I remember that. Okay. Because you kept talking about going to Revolution, and I'm just like. Have fun because it's getting demolished soon. <laughs> um, right, but that wasn't I in think, the venue. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I wish Real Friends had played "Spinning" instead of another song, but that's neither here nor there. They do play a good oh, mix well. of good and of new and old. So, um, yeah, 
if you like real friends, go see them live. They we overheard them because they were standing outside the venue. So again, Chris and I did meet them. Um, they were talking to the people in front of us about how they're probably gonna be down here again this year. So I'm hoping it's for a headliner. Um, because they're doing like a partial headliner now while they're on tour with Mayday. So I hope they come back and it's a headliner and that they play this new song. <laughs> because I like it too much for them to not play it. <laughs> But now let's let's speaking of headliners, let's get to the headliner of this actual tour. Who was it, Chris? Um, Mayday Parade playing Mayday the album. Parade. That's the one. <laughs> so this is going to also turn into a semi album review. Yeah, they played the whole album. They certainly it's their did. Best album. I first want to talk about their fucking set. Set was design like set design the set design not the actual set they played because obviously it, it yeah beautiful <laughs> like stained glass windows freaking sh- like chandelier candelabra looking fucking things they were all wearing suits Derek was wearing shoes it was really weird for me um lots of candles it was like you were in like a like a gothic style church kind of oh it was so nice it looked like they were all at a funeral, which I feel like is what they were trying to get at. So it sparked lots of joy. When those curtains opened, I was like, wow, wow, wow. Because wow. I remember for the lessons tour, they only had like the light pole. And that was really it. But this one, so they really showed up and showed out. Wasn't very well lit stage. It wasn't for, for this one? No, they only had a light pole. One light. It was a joke. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. That's rude. But that's what I like when they do the, the like whole album tours is they try to like set the stage as like the album cover kind of. So I think that's fun. But again, Derek wearing shoes during a performance. I'm not okay with that. <laughs> I kept asking him to take it off and he did not. Yeah. He abide. never took off his shoes. It's so weird seeing him in shoes and I don't like feet. <laughs> so, for me, one anti-feet to... podcast. <laughs> yep, feet are gross. Except Derek Sanders, he can definitely take his shoes off anytime. <laughs> anyway, let's 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 open this shit up. So, how was their set for you, Chris? Uh, so the album, best album by them by far. So, in your opinion, that's why I said for me. <laughs> Did you say for you? I wasn't listening. Wow. <laughs> Anywho, real quick, besides the album, they played a six song uh, encore mm-hmm. that uh, included two songs from the new album, which one mm-hmm. of them was Kids of Summer. Fun song. Uh, Peace Your Heart from Sunnyland. Sunnyland. Which is also a good song, but not very mm-hmm. exciting. No. And then they played uh, Jersey and Jamie All Over to close and it. And Miserable at Best. I was getting to that. Because there was something special that happened. I know, but yes. Well, I feel like that deserves its own little piece, but like not right now. I feel like once we get through the actual album. Oh, I was just going to address the encore first because I figured we'd talk about the album more. Oh, okay. Go ahead. I didn't give a fuck about the new songs from the encore. (laughs) It was... The encore was so weird because I feel like the main set ended on like such a good, like energetic note and then they come out... And, like, the crowd just died. 
Yeah, don't. Okay, so the encore. <laughs> it would have been better if they didn't open with new songs. Absolutely. They put them in the middle somehow, or like alternate new old, new old. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this I, I love this band. People do not give a shit about anything besides self-titled and less than romantics. Yeah. Which is sad, but unless you're like us and like if you're like a just a casual Mayday fan, yes. If you're like us and we're are fucking crazy, you care about a little bit more. Um, but like I even if they just move Jersey up to the opener of the encore. Yeah, Jersey would have been great. Kept Jamie where it was and then like shuffled things around a little bit. It would have been fine. But they put like Peace of Your Heart isn't a hype song. I also would have been okay if they didn't even play Miserable at best. For being I honest. agree. I I very much agree. I know with people that. like it, but like I've heard it how many times Ooh. have I seen them? Fifteen times? <laughs> You've heard it like fifteen times. Yeah, well they don't they don't really play it at warped as much, but still. Yeah. Um but like I don't know. Kids of Summer is fun. I like Peace of Your Heart, but like again, half the encore is like slower songs that like you just stand there and like sway to. Yeah. There's, I it's don't know. just, it was just an odd note. Like again, putting Jersey and Jamie all over at the end, like again, like picks it back up and then you pick it back up to leave. Like, I mean, they can't not close with Jamie. That's like, right. No, I'm saying like, that's fine. But like, <sighs> I don't know. Kids of Summer is a fun song. Golden Days, I could have done without completely. Should have been one of the singles from Black Lines. Yes. I like the transmogrification song or the one yes. with Dan. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Imagine if they brought Cody out to do dance part. <laughs> it could have worked because Cody I mean, can probably. talk like Dan very well. Um, yeah, it's just, it was. I don't know. That's like the part of the show where I was just like, they should have done like a two song encore and just finished it off. <laughs> I would have been okay with like four. Well, see, the thing is, like, okay, not to spoil anything, but the Wonder Years are also doing an album tour thing. They're playing two albums, three song encore, but that's also 28 songs, which made a parade pay, play 10 less songs somehow. Yeah. But I don't yeah, know how that feels like it went and, on forever. And fucking don't they have three openers? Yeah. That show's going to go on forever. <laughs> yup. This I'm gonna be gonna start like tired. five o'clock. Fuck. <laughs> so yeah, the encore choices. That's all I'm gonna say. I wish they would have picked like one song from like maybe each album, like other album, or just mixed it up because I understand wanting to play the new stuff, but like this isn't the new album tour. <laughs> they didn't even get to do that. I know. So uh, yeah. And the, the backdrop changed to the new album when they came yeah, out. Once, yeah, once the encore did. But then they were finished. I was hoping that, like, with each new, like, album they would play, they would drop the backdrop. <laughs> so it'd be like, oh, here's fucking what it means to fall apart. And then here's Sunnyland and here's here's fucking Lesson in Romantics backdrop. I think I would have shit my pants. That would have been the Mayday Parade retrospective show. <laughs> But yeah, I think we're done talking about the encore. Oh, Half we didn't of even it talk about good. the thing. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, so miserable at best. This man in the crowd had a sign that said, let me sing miserable best. And the entire crowd was like shouting to like for Derek to look at him and 
it, for me personally, I was like, I hope this doesn't fucking happen. <laughs> I hate when this shit happens. I've never seen something like that happen live, like impromptu. I've seen like um during the Revolution Radio tour, like Green Day had yeah, it Green Day where like, like they bring show. like yeah, they bring up people all the time. Like I've never seen actually anybody impromptu come up and perform. So my first thought was, wow, it's that easy. And then my other thought was, it's still COVID times. <laughs> so my brain was like thinking of a million different things. This kid was very good. <laughs> yeah, like he could sing. I'm not going to He had that. an emotional connection to the band. He could sing. He had a good stage presence too. It was weird. I would have stood there like shaking. If that ever happened to me, but he was running around, he got up on the platform, like he was, he 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 did the damn thing. He sang the drummer's say, part. I don't know the drummer's name. Well, it's not Jason. No, well, it is Jason's part. But the yeah, yeah, this Jake. not Derek's vocals. Jake, whatever his name is, he sang his part. But Derek also, I guess a good part about this was I've never heard them play this with three vocalists because the drummer mm-hmm. did come in to do harmonies. He did. So I guess that was kind of a new fun thing. I liked it. I The kids started crying and I was like, oh my gosh, this sweet little boy. And then I was like, I'm going to start crying. My sister was crying. <laughs> it was just a very emotional time. I was like, I... Chris made like a good point like miserable best doesn't hit me as much as it used to like i'm kind of like desensitized to it a little bit but for some reason like seeing that kid like cry on stage i was like no don't do this to me (laughs) it's all starting over we had very different emotions about this i know yeah i thought it was cute corny this is so corny it's corny but i was like but the kid was like this band saved my life like if Knuckle Puck let me on stage to sing Untitled with with Joe, I would probably do the same thing. So. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was cute. I felt like the song went on for fucking forever. But yeah, I think it maybe I wish I don't want to say I wish they would retire a lesson in romantics, but I'm also tired of it being like the golden child of albums for them. So yeah, I know you feel the same way. Anyways, let's talk about the, the real <laughs> champion of their catalog. The rest, the main set. So, uh, oh well, oh well, fantastic opener. Always. It was just Derek doing the vocals, and then the whole band came in. Perfection. <sighs> um, hearing Priceless live. Oh my gosh! What a Finally. time! Fucking. Uh, when you see my friends, my favorite Mayday Parade song that was on there, and then Ashley's favorite song is a sh- is it a is it bow or bow? I think it's bow. Bow. Is it bow? Okay, shot across yes, the bow it's... is my favorite, and everything's an illusion, and the fact that they're like back to back with each other, which is like the whole middle of this album is like really my shit. So yeah, I was living my life. It's one of the albums like I know every word to, so it's like yeah. the entire thing is my shit. <laughs> How? So, real quick about uh, Shaw across the bow because it's about water. It's a ship. That's what I thought it was bow. Okay, leave me alone. <laughs> but shot and like bow, like a bow and arrow, a shot. So whatever. 
So there's a line in there that is the like hardest Mayday Parade line <laughs> they'll ever write. And it's so good. And it's, we'll hold a funeral for nothing. So basically the song was like, drown yourself. Because a lot of Mayday Parade songs are just like, I hate you, kill yourself for some reason. But they do it in a polite way. <laughs> this one's just water themed. Um, <laughs> we love nautical. Um, but yeah, basically they're like, I hope you die, and then we'll we'll have a funeral for no reason at all because you're not for even not, worth not, it because no one fucking cares. And we don't have a body because you drowned. You know, <laughs> it takes it's a scene so... to put you six feet happily underground, my guy. Yep, they're basically like, I want you to die, but you yeah. won't. Why are Damn. they so mad at people? And then everything's like, an illusion. It's just such a hard hitter, like fuck. Oh, uh, so a fun little thing I noted out to Ashley while we were uh-huh. listening to the final song of the album when they were playing it. Happy endings are stories that just haven't ended yet. Uh, so there's a guitar part during the bridge that is the song Beauty and the Beast from the movie <sighs> Beauty and the Beast. Like, tale as old as time. It is exactly note for note that is part. Is it do, I... do, 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 do. <laughs> Wait, was it that one? No, it's the, like, um, hold on. Find it. Yeah. Keep, keep talking. Um, so yeah, which is, you know, I never noticed it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's just, it's such a good album live. Um, Yeah. That's, that's the other thing. Like it lived up to what I was expecting. mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Uh, albums got delayed on vinyl till the end of march wow they should really release some more pressings of it so i can buy some they i mean they did a second wave i didn't have money when this happened christopher so poor brian had to buy every single one oh poor brian oh no too much money they're like 30 each Yes, and he bought like and he said they got he 12 got, albums. Yeah, because he got all six of the new album. Oh, that too. He got the four pressings of Anywhere But Here, which is its first pressing, and then the like eight of self-titled, which he already had the original pressing of too. And then at the show, he had to buy the tour variant of the new album. That's out of 500. So if you're going to the show, pick that up while you have the chance. Yes, also, all the merch is very cute for all of the bands. Shout out to Jeff and Julia for picking me up the Mayday Parade tour shirt because I wasn't waiting. Well, I didn't have my wallet to buy at the end of the show. And then the line was like seven years long. So shout out Jeff and Julia. Y'all are my homies. Angels. Literally angels. Literally. Have fun on your cruise. We we, we may be hearing from uh, Jeff and Brian on the podcast soon. Wink, wink. And another friend. We're going to be having guests. Potentially next week if we can line it up. I really hope it's next week. God knows I can't handle it if it's not. We need to have a discussion about the thing. I know. Get excited about the thing. The The thing is a fun one. Tell all your friends. When you see your friends. Ahaha, ah, <laughs> I really don't know what else to say about this album live because it's what I have to say about the album like in general. And I talk about it it's every a fantastic, week too. It's yeah, like, it's a fantastic album. There was no way I and wasn't going to like this show. 
Well, Made in Parade's just fantastic live. They could be singing fucking the ABCs, and I would eat that shit up. So, I wasn't expecting anything less. This is my fourth time seeing them. Fourth? Yeah. So Fantastic I every my, time. <laughs> this is my 15th time, and they were playing um, self-titled. The 10th time I saw them was Lesson in Romantics. Neat little fun fact for everybody. And anywhere but here was just shoehorned somewhere in between. I didn't get to see that. I bought a ticket. You didn't? And Eddie didn't. Eddie didn't want to drive, so we didn't go. Where and was I, it? Tallahassee. Ah, uh, oh, so I, that would have been so good, though. I know. It's hometown, even though Orlando's like four hours away. Well, Damn. their hometown is Tallahassee. I know, but still. Um, so I think we should just stop rambling because there's really not much else to say yeah. besides we loved yeah. the album. We loved and Diana album. Ross was great. Diana Ross is a queen. She's the real reason we're making this episode. Is for her concert. And we're going to go see Bare Naked Ladies next week. Hell yeah, we are. <laughs> I know. Another review. <laughs> okay. Fucking one week, pinch me. Uh... The theme I know, song to Big Bang Theory. I know the theme song to Big Bang Theory and like two words of one week. So you probably know Pinch Me, maybe. I don't know. Well, we'll see. I'll probably just they're stand Canadian. there and dance like I did for Diana Ross. So they're Canadian and they really like pinball. That's all I know about Bare Naked Ladies. And I the guy who directed Charlie's Angels directed the One Week music video. And One Week is in the Digimon movie soundtrack. So anyway, um, so for <laughs> music recommendations, we're changing it up just a little bit. So Chris, Chris Whoa. had <laughs> that was a tire <laughs> screeching. <laughs> it was like a cat being stepped on. <laughs> Chris had the idea um, because today is Valentine's Day when we're making this um, to make a playlist based on any like holiday that happens to be around the time we record so maybe we'll do a fourth of july playlist <laughs> when that the, comes the, around the we should... pop punk songs about freedom <laughs> no it's just the song fourth of july by fallout boy over and over and over <laughs> american idiot can be thrown in there i guess a bada bing bada boom um but yeah so we made a playlist we each picked six songs to put on said playlist what's the name of the playlist chris because you made it a chapel in a hospital which is a lyric from a Fall Out Boy song. Who'd have thought? Chris, Fall Out Boy? Never. So, like, I knew... I, I named it this way because it's, like... So, a chapel in a hospital is, like... Not the best thing, you know? It's, like... There's always there's a chapel in every hospital, my guy. Yeah, it needs to be there. Yeah, for prayer. Or, or for spur-of-the-moment <laughs> weddings. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, you're dying. Might as well get married. Um... <laughs> Anywho, shit. <laughs> I named it that because it's like chapel is like like holy nice things, and then hospital usually sick, decaying, not great. Which the you know, position. I knew I would pick happy love songs, <laughs> and then Ashley was gonna be all sad about it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and so I guess we'll go back and forth talking about the songs real quick. Sure, you can. Do you want to go first? Oh. Uh, well. no, you can go first. Okay. So hitting off with a banger, fucking Here in Your Arms by Hello Goodbye. 
If you do not dance to the chorus of this song, you are a liar and you're lying to yourself. The chorus of the song is the catchiest thing that's ever come out of emo or pop punk or whatever you want to call this music. I love this song so much. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Next song. I first chose I Would Hate You If I Could by Turnover. Um, 180. <laughs> <laughs> So as you can tell, Chris is like, oh, I love love. And I'm just like, the fuck this shit. I'm over it. I've been fucked up too many times. Um, yeah, like the chorus is like, f- just like forgetting like all the happy memories. Uh, the name of the song is literally I would hate you if I could like type shit. Um, so it's about like your old lover and you're just like, we really like had some great times. We're not together anymore. And I wish I could fucking get over it. But I can't. My life is literally I, my. I, I uh, feel the, that the, the bi- uh, this is my autobiography. <laughs> All right. So my next song is a cover of Akon's "I Want to Love You" by The Main. <laughs> this is some shake your ass music. He is in love with a stripper, but it's not the song I'm in love with a stripper. Uh, I'm in love. They see her winding and grinding up on that floor. <laughs> uh, she it's already the knows. Better version of Dear Maria. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you think about it. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, yeah, <laughs> listen to that cover because it's fucking amazing. And if they don't play that at the show, I'm gonna be pissed. Go ahead. Uh, my next one is Take Me As You Please by The Story So Far. Um, it's, I feel like this one's kind of self-explanatory. <laughs> she says that I'm crazy. <laughs> but it doesn't faze me. <laughs> She's basically like being like, you kind of suck. And he's like, yeah, but you can still have me. <laughs> Take me as you You kind of suck. Yeah, but I suck for you, baby. <laughs> I suck for you. <laughs> all the sucking it's for you <laughs> it's 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 parker cannon off the codeine <laughs> that's what it is talking about love he's singing all the right. song with his hands behind his back not moving an swaying inch. back and forth all uh, right <laughs> my next song is hands down by dashboard confessional uh his hopes are so high that your kiss might kill him he's that into you this song is about the best like date he's ever had. It's fucking adorable. Um, what's that like? I don't know. <laughs> uh, <sighs> just you know, he he's so into her. And Dashboard Confessional is so good at like storytelling and setting up a scene, and it's like, God, so happy, and he's just in love, and we love that for him. We love love. Good job, Chris. Good job, Chris. Which Chris? Emo Chris. No, the lead singer, Chris. <laughs> There's too many Chris's in this band. Um, my next one's Unconditional Love by Real Friends. Um, yeah, it's, it's you let me down, but you never let me go. It's basically like, we're broken up. I'm not over you. Same bullshit. <laughs> so the other songs I have on this list. Chris is the, I'm in love with someone. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm in love with the person you can't have anymore. <laughs> It's, it's really what I it am, is. Yeah, the hopeless romantic in me is just like also hopelessly optimistic for some reason. Except 
when I like am coming down from drinking, but that's a whole nother story. Chris. Let's see how tonight goes. Yeah, this song is just like what is it? I'm trying to like read the lyrics to myself. Yeah, it's just like uh, you really like bring out the worst version of me, but I still love you anyway. You That's let me down, but you never let me go. Shit. Yeah, hey, um, if, if I've you're in a been relationship in... like that, get out, people. Get See the red out. flags. <sighs> One of my second to last song. My last two songs really turn around, turn it around. Yeah. So yeah, for I'm sure. sure. My last three do so. Um, but my next song is a fucking neon power pop hit of a banger, "Guilty Pleasure" by Cobra Starship. He doesn't hammer give a shit coming about, him swinging. He doesn't give a shit about anything else going on. He just wants to make you happy tonight. He doesn't care. Like the he situation. came here to make you dance tonight, baby. Yeah, it's like the world could be ending, but he just wants you to be happy. He wants you to shake that ass, pop that pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. And he doesn't care how you feel about him because he just wants to make you dance tonight. (laughs) He's like super into her, but that's not going to affect his judgment. There we go. All right. It wouldn't be an Ashley playlist or an Ashley episode if I didn't talk about Knuckle Puck for a second. Um, so this one is Earthquake um, from Knuckle Puck. Literally, the chorus goes in you, Earthquake hey, ain't. You, you told me to one? change the song. <gasps> oh, I did. It was indecisive now. I lied. <laughs> Again, still a Knuckle Puck song. Um, so I could talk about Earthquake. That one's a cute one. However, indecisive. <sighs> If you haven't heard the song Indecisive by Knucklepuck, I suggest you do if you're really depressed. You could listen to our playlist. It's in it. Yeah, it's basically this. He's just like waiting for her to decide if like she wants to be with him or not. It's really it. And he's just it's it's such like a, a slow, sad, like acoustic little song. It makes me real sad every time I listen to it. That indecisive obviously like yeah she's just indecisive she's like do i want to be with you do i not want to be with you stop stop playing games stop playing games with me and just fucking tell me i've been waiting all night (laughs) so decide i've been waiting all night uh so like ashley said it wouldn't be an episode without me talking about (laughs) fallout uh so i put miss missing you which is probably the saddest of my songs. Well, maybe the next one might be, arguably, but Miss Missing You is like, he misses the idea of wanting to be with you. I don't know. I like the song. <laughs> it's a great song. It's, it's one of the best songs on Save Rock and Roll. Again, it definitely goes with my vibe, you know? Yeah, it's We like could just he... swap like our last like two songs. He wants to be in love, but he misses the idea of being in love. Wow, this is again, this is your autobiography. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) In the nicest way possible. I can see why you picked it. Well, shit. (laughs) Shit. Well, we'll go to my song. 
It's the end call button. <laughs> That's so sad. Um, so my song is Just the Girl by the Click Five. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. The Click Five, man. They're so good. I was debating between this and Pop Princess, but I was like, I'm just the girl. I'm glad you picked this one. I love Pop Princess, but just the girl is fucking a, a concert on a helipad. Like, let's go. She's bittersweet. She knocks me off my feet. She laughs at my dreams, but I dream about her laughter. <laughs> oh, like, my she's God. She's a fucking cunt. Oh, like but Brian I still Wilson. love her. Paul, Paul McCartney, John Lennon. They could not write that. And you know what's funny? On the, the album cover, they low-key look like the Beatles a little bit. They could. Yeah. 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 But yeah, this, it's just, she's just the girl I'm looking for. It kind of reminds me of, um, oh my, from St. Motel, it's like my, the song's my type. And it's, you know, you're just my That's type. You have a pulse type. and you are breathing. It kind of reminds like, gives me low. gives me those vibes. <laughs> like you're you're a bitch to me, and I just want to jump your fucking bones even more because you're a bitch. I hate she's just the how girl. Relatable that sounds. Right? It's awful. We all we, every a lot of people seem to go for the people that are just like not into them or just not good to them, and for some reason it just makes them a whole lot hotter. I hate my life. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so my last song is A Part of Me by Neck Deep, which is like, in my eyes, he's sad that it's over. But at the same time, he's like, I still love you as a friend. Like, they still talk like every day, yeah. like every day. But it's not the same way that they used to. You can also just hear the emotion in Ben's voice when he sings this. I was falling for a girl. It's <laughs> the His same line. <laughs> His voice cracks. Oh god, poor Ben. And poor it's so baby like ben. high school relationship sounding. And video visually, it's also very high schooly. Aww. Love it. Adorbs oh, and... there was something we could have done for news. Danny said he's not touring with them on their UK tour because he has family issues he's dealing with. So their tech oh, is filling him in. The best of luck. I love Danny. He's great. Um, and then my last song is very not in tone with the rest of my songs I picked. It's "I Love You, I Love You." It's disgusting by Broadside. <laughs> this is such like a, a cute little like ukulele, kind of like a Never Shout Never song. He's like talking about like I his significant other and just what. I said I love you five. It, you it's the I love you five, but I don't hate it. Um, yeah, he's just talking about like the girl he's with and how he's like, oh, our child will have like the best mom and I love you unconditionally. And it's just like super cute and corny and very, very cute. Uh, my headphones died, so I have to listen to you on my computer for the last few minutes. That's fine. Um, but yeah, it's a, a cute, disgusting, overly corny and cheesy song we love corny and cheesy <sighs> two of my favorite um additions to my chipotle burrito bowl <laughs> that was amazing <laughs> bravo 
You're welcome. All right. Well, that's the end of our playlist. We can maybe add like more songs to it if we're feeling frisky. But you got suggestions, you know, if you got some cute yeah. lovey-dovey shit, let us know. We'll add it to there. Or maybe, maybe we'll just get who's in a relationship can be like, we'll these ju- are the songs I like while being in a relationship. We'll just get really sad and depressed one day and just keep adding to it. So that next year it can be like, here's an 82 hour playlist of songs about love. We should ask all the married couples we know what it's like and what songs they like. I live we with, we both live with now. married couples. We so. do. And they both got married kind of like recently. Yeah, like two, not even two months apart, like a month apart. That's crazy. Wow. And one, and the female in each relationship used to work at Disney. Well, my sister used to work at Disney and yours does work at Disney. So, wow, I look at that. What the husband and yours does, but. He's a preschool teacher. Really? Yeah. Huh. Wow. That's kind of neat. I never knew that. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. Ow. That hurt my nose. Um, That's it. We're done. <laughs> Hope you guys have a good Valentine's Day. Had yeah. a good Valentine's Day. And if you're True. lonely and depressed like us head on over and dm us because we're bored yeah slide into our dms we're really sad and we love to talk about it all the time so if you're sad too just hit us up we should have named this like the sad sad kids club or some shit we should name it after some kind of diana ross thing the diana ross self-titled 10-year tour (laughs) even though she's had 25 albums yeah, but you know, it'll it'll be a misdirect. A misdirect. Be like, whoa! Gotcha. Diana Ross went to see Mayday Parade. <laughs> we should if if we had pictures for each episode, it would be her photoshopped into the crowd. <laughs> it, it's her. My sister has a a picture of the security guard grabbing my foot as I'm crowd surfing, trying to get me, and like my head's like popping up, so we could just like put her <laughs> her face on my head. We could do it. Okay, but yeah, for for real, for real. Um, we'll be back next week with probably an outrageously long episode. We hope. We have big plans. We got big plans. But yeah, if you wanna follow Christopher on social medias, where can we find you? If you wanna be my lover, um You gotta get with my Twitter. Yeah, at Crash Five Three Four Five Six on pretty much everything. You know, tweet me, Instagram, message me. Don't add me on Facebook unless I know you. <laughs> <laughs> or not. Uh, check out my we'll LinkedIn. Oh, boy. Um, and if you want to follow me, I'm on Instagram at Trashly27 underscore. And I'm on the Twitter twatter <laughs> as Trashly27. And collectively, we're on Twitter as scene podcast 22 yay <laughs> please follow us we're fun when we remember to tweet i tweet oh well yeah not we also tweet. have a tiktok it's i think this i forgot what it is already let me go on there we do have a tiktok we haven't posted anything oh okay if you're passionate about it's this ain't a scene podcast. That's our um, our TikTok. So we'll eventually post shit there. So please go give us a follow. We'll follow Interact you back. Interact with us. 
in yeah. any way, shape, or form. And maybe we'll post stuff if you want us to. Please let us know. All right. We outie. Faux show. Peace out, people. If you're in love, you suck. Bye. <laughs>